The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. From uh, from dogs, make you feel good if you have a dog around, to Dr. Gans Ferentz. And how does that make you feel, Dr. Gans? Hopefully nice, good, too. <laughs> nice to see you. How are things? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so you were at a conference recently. Yes, I was. And it was kind of focused on uh, working stronger. Yeah, what does yeah. working stronger mean? Well, you know, so this was Canadian Mental Health Association yeah. that was putting on this, this uh, uh, conference. And uh, their whole theme was, you know, when we when we look after ourselves emotionally, mentally, psychologically, we do better across the board. We do better with our homes, with our kids, <laughs> with our health, but we also do far better at work. We have less uh, lost time. Uh, fewer people are just kind of dragging their butt in and not really performing. You have better morale across mm-hmm. the teams. You have <laughs> lower turnover. Um, and you just have a healthier bottom line, right? So the whole conference was was basically built around giving people information about how they could bring this information back to their organizations to help everybody do better, the, from the leadership all the way to, you know, the new recruit. Is it is it from, like, you know, big workplaces, even just down to a small business owner to someone who's Absolutely. doing it on, on, on their own? Across the board. Across the board. You know, again, it seems like, you know, sometimes that, again, that a lot of this stuff is... Well, we should, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I get right. it. I know, but we don't do it. Right, right. It's funny, you know, because I was talking to somebody this week, and they were saying, you know, we have to, well, I was encouraged to remind people <laughs> that uh, a lot of the stuff that I talk about specifically, but just generally uh, we talk about as mental health providers, mm-hmm. it, it's simple stuff. It's not rocket science. It's pretty basic, um, and sometimes it's so simple people just sort of ignore it, right? They don't take it as, as it's, well, that's, that's too easy. I can't mm-hmm. be it, right? And um, and then the other danger, I think, is because it's so simple, everybody sort of knows it or has some familiarity with it. But there's a whole difference between understanding a concept or seeing a concept and recognizing it and then putting that concept into practice. And so the idea is if you don't do it and don't have experience with it, you don't really know it, right? Dr. Gans, I think that there's uh, a lot of people, and I mean... I think we just feel like we're kind of alone on an island. Oh yeah, that um, that no one else can understand, mm-hmm. or maybe you know you don't want to mention it because no one else will yeah. get it. Is that a is that a is that a reality? It, it is. It is a reality, and you know the stats are showing that it's you know although we feel alone, uh, we are not alone. Like okay, so for example, I think it's over sixty percent now of visits to uh, physicians' offices are are to deal with stress and stress-related types of symptoms. So we're talking about like depression, anxiety, um, just, you know, just straight up burnout, work, work stress, mm-hmm. different things like that, over 60%. Um, I went and attended one of the uh, breakout sessions was on entrepreneurs, and this is a sort of a forgotten segment when they do a lot of the research, so I'm glad they actually did some research on this. And they said that uh, close to 50%, I think it's 46% uh, of people said at least once a week they felt tired and burnt out and didn't feel like going to work or doing the work mm-hmm. they needed to do. They also said that their mental health, over o- almost half of them again, said that their mental and emotional health affected their performance at work and also their relationships at home. That's at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... 
um, you're not alone. <laughs> we're, we're all dealing with this. That's that's half of the population of the working population. I, I think that, you know, those numbers are, are interesting. You talk about your performance at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're under stress. And sometimes I think people think that, you know, that they thrive on stress, that things get better. Well, and I think maybe you can at certain times. We do times. to a certain, about, a certain amount, right? There's there's a window, right? There's a, there's, we, we you know, if you're asleep, and a little bit of stress wakes you up, then you're going to do better, right? <laughs> if you get a little focused and you have some energy, yes, you do better. But we hit we hit a peak, and after that, more stress actually really, really damages our performance, and not just our physical performance of an act, but our emotional performance, our thinking, but then also our physiological performance, especially if it's long-term. So stress impacting your work, like in what way? Like is it you're not thinking clearly, you're... Yep over-emotional, yep. you name all of these things. All those things. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, it, it impacts your work. You make you make poor decisions. You yeah. tend to um, maybe jump the gun. Uh, communication right? issues. Communication issues, which is huge, huge. Communication issues are huge in the workplace, right? And, and it may not even be malicious, um, mm-hmm. bad communication issues like bullying or anything like that, which is also bad. But just, you know, if we're rushing or if we feel Comes stressed or whatever, we, we, we let it out wrong or we interpret it wrong, right? Yeah. It can go both ways. Yeah. And so, um, so those things show up. Uh, but, but it's also the lack of drive, right? Mm. The, the sense of, oh, this is killing me, right? Mm-hmm. I just can't get mm-hmm. my budding gear to get this report written or, yeah. or whatever else, right? So all these different things along with the fuzzy brain. And that's just the stuff at work, right? And so if you go home with that same situation, then you're fighting with a spouse, you're not really connected with the kids, or maybe there's issues that show up with the kids because you're not as present, um, or you know the, the connection isn't there with the spouse, or the sex life isn't there with yeah. the spouse because of the stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, that plays over back onto work again, right? So it, it's, it, it's got this... Um, unfortunate synergistic effect on each other in a negative way. Yeah, because I wanted to ask you about the, about the home life because, yeah, mm-hmm. I think we get... You- yeah, and, and I guess if you're if there's stresses at home too, it can turn around and go. It, oh it's, yeah, it's, it bleeds it's into both sides. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter, but yeah. I I I find um, you know my husband and I were having a conversation the other day just actually about this topic, and we use the word diminished, mm-hmm. diminished, yeah. um, just not the not yeah. the same person yeah. um, when dealing with with too much, whatever it yeah. is, you just you feel diminished. You're mm-hmm. you're just lacking. Yep, diminished capacity. I I, I use the the word depleted, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's you know, a lot of people have a lot of uh, you know kind of uh, twisted ways of looking at stress and mental health and that sort of thing. And we we tend to have a lot of stigma around it. That was actually one of the things I identified, particularly for entrepreneurs, is uh, one of the barriers to getting help is the perceived stigma. Mm. But you know, if you really think about it as just being depleted just being empty, just like being diminished. That's really all it is. It's Mm -hmm. like you've done enough, you've got so many balls in the air, you've been doing it for so long, eh, you don't have much left. You know what I mean? I mean, wasn't it, you know, wasn't it almost a... A thing to yeah, I don't know if it was the nineties or whatever. Yes, it was it the nineties. I know exactly was, where you're going. It was a, a thing to be stressed out. It yep. was a thing it's to a badge to of have, honor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it was. Yeah. yeah. I remember I remember um uh <laughs> I was in Fort Marie when this came out, I was working up there. And um the the one of the ads came out in Time magazine. Uh, it was either Time or McLean's, I can't mm-hmm. remember, for um for the new uh, Blackberry. 
and it really just ha- had a white background or the Blackberry on there in the middle of the page and just the word workahol on it, <laughs> right? <laughs> and because, you know, that was, you're absolutely right, Julian. At, in the 90s, that was a badge of honor. Like, yeah, I'm a workaholic. You'd actually put that on your resume yeah, yeah. because that would get you hired because yeah. people were going to hire. Oh, he works really hard. That's awesome, right? But we now know that that is just super detrimental, just as damaging as alcoholism or any other, or other isms that can uh, do us in. But so many people think that they're okay. Well, yeah, yeah, because you know what? You look around and everybody else is going through the same thing. So although we feel alone, even though we yeah. see everybody else going, going through it, we also see that it's kind of, in a sense, normal uh, in that average, right? Yeah. That normal being average. But it's not optimal. It's not healthy, right? And, and so we see everybody doing this. We go, okay, I guess this is just part of the deal. But it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it doesn't have to be. It can be, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be. And, and for sure, it's not good long term. It doesn't help your... Your business performance doesn't help. Your job performance doesn't help. Your sexual performance doesn't help. Your emotional performance, your health, nothing. So it doesn't doesn't add anything to you at all. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's so much to think about. Okay, it's 3.15. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us in studio for another edition of How Does That Make You Feel? We're talking about uh, stress, entrepreneurs, and stress, just not entrepreneurs and stress, but stress, really, well, just yeah. everyone. And, and we're all entrepreneurs to some extent because, you know what, even if you got a job in a big corporation, it's still sort of me, Inc. nowadays, yeah, right? It's like, right. you know what I mean? Okay, how do I move my brand forward and what do I need to do that's going to work for me, right? So we talked about uh, realizing that you're not alone and that it's normal but not normal and maybe what we should do about it and the number of people or the the lack of people who are actually looking to get some help. But there's some higher risk groups there as well. Um, The cost of it all and, and knowing what you can do about it. We'll cover that when we come back. Fleetwood Mac tickets still to come this afternoon before four o'clock when we have to wrap things up, make way for the City Ford face-off show as your Edmonton Oilers take on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, puck drop this afternoon at 5.30 right now, though. Dr. Gans Ferentz in studio for an edition of How Does That Make You Feel? And we're talking about uh, stress and, um, and and realizing that you don't have to go at it alone. And there's a lot of levels here and the impact that stress that stress has, whether it's at work, whether it's at your, on, your, on your home life, mm-hmm. whether it's with your kids, your husband, your wife, whatever it is. Are there higher risk groups? Are there, are, are there some folks yeah. that maybe take it on a little bit more? Well, uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of higher risk groups. So, so generally, we know that it's a, a tough thing within the general population, right? Um, but, uh, you know, particularly at this conference, they were talking about entrepreneurs being, um, one, they're the backbone of the economy mm-hmm. because most business in Canada is small business, I think 97% or wow. something like that, right? Um, and and then, you know, also the, the obvious ones, like first responders, mm-hmm. right? People in the military, um, people, yeah. um, teachers, right? Different people like that that have high-stress occupations. Uh, those folks are at higher, higher risk. So, you know, um, if you're in one of these higher-risk groups, you definitely just want to, like, pay attention to that, right? And, and understand that if you start to feel any of these things, even if you're not in the higher risk group, there, there's these things are legitimate. This is not about being weak. It's not about being soft. It's not about you know something being wrong with you. Um, if you are the strongest person in the world and you keep adding weight to yourself mm-hmm. and more weight to yourself, you can carry a lot of weight. But mm-hmm. you know when you start to finally get tired, or they add you know that that half pound more. 
it's like, you know, it will still take you down. It doesn't matter. Everybody has that point where mm. something, their coping strategies, the, the ways they've learned to do things, their physical strength, their health, their, their, um, the way they look at life. If you put anything, any system under enough pressure, it will eventually start to show cracks and mm-hmm. leaks and different things like that. So we are no exception, and that is not a weakness in us. It's just a fact. It's so biology. When, when people aren't getting help, and we talked about stigma earlier, and I suspect mm-hmm. that that is uh, one of the big reasons why. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're working hard to try to change. That's why we're talking about it now. <laughs> we're trying to change that. But I'm guessing as well, though, like cost for some folks, especially mm-hmm. if you're a small business owner, you might not have, you might not have a, a coverage through work or right. your employee or your right. employer doesn't have it. I mean, that's got to be something and maybe not knowing what to do or where to go. Well, so what they identified, particularly with for uh, small business owners, entrepreneurs, is that those three things. The first thing was money, right? Because I think, well, across the board, for individuals, for couples, for business owners, mm-hmm. I think money is the number one cause of stress. Well, Lack of money is probably the number one cause yeah, yeah. of stress. I think you've got lots. That's you're probably you're probably all right. You know that's not a that's not as big of a stress as yeah. the folks that are looking for it. Um, so that's number one. Uh, second is that perceived stigma, right? And it's interesting because it was perceived stigma. Um, so the folks that were surveyed actually. The impression I got was that they perceived the stigma mm-hmm. bigger than the stigma actually was, right? So there's this sense, particularly for entrepreneurs, that if they if they show any sort of what they perceive as weakness, then it's gonna it's gonna affect their business mm-hmm. or people aren't gonna trust them or or whatever, right? Where you know, uh, honestly, my experience is that when people understand that people are looking after themselves and they're taking taking the time and building it into their business plan to make sure they're okay, there's a lot of respect for that. There's a lot of Respect. And I love the fact that I've seen, you know, recently, for example, there's a there's a group called In the Weeds mm-hmm. um, that mm-hmm. started up uh, earlier this year specifically for those who are in the, the hospitality, mm-hmm. uh, the restaurant business. Because sometimes, you know, depending on what job <laughs> you're doing, you know, you can all be... Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's different set... Is the stress is the stress might seem, but the 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 stressors can be yeah, a yeah. little different. Yeah, the stressors can be different, but the ex- experience mm-hmm. is totally the same, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I've got I've looked at the folks in the hospitality industry, and so I, I try to be really kind to these guys because, yeah. you know what, they're doing a lot of work, and sometimes for minimum wage or tips or whatever, and it's like, you know, and I, I've heard that expression before: we're in the weeds, or yeah. we're slammed here, or whatever, yeah. right? And they're they're doing their best, right? Yeah. And so. Well, it goes back to entrepreneurs. You know these yep. these you know small small. I'm well, they're start a their own business. And here we're doing it right. Well, even the server, the yeah. server is basically yeah, their yeah. own business. They're working hard for their tips and whatever, right? So, um, you know, uh, it, it is that, and and so it's it's okay to know that you know you're not doing well. Or you're not doing well right now, and then to to figure out what you need to do to do better. And you know, so I like to think of it this way. And this has been a little bit of a quest of mine mm-hmm. since I first got into the field back in the 90s, right? Uh, I, I really think that it's kind of backwards that we don't think of our mental and our psychological health the way we think of our golf game or our baseball game or our hockey game or even our dental health, right? Um, we'll do things to look after ourselves. We'll go to the dentist. I mean, a lot of us, 
will say rarely, but some of us, I guess, will wait till we have a huge toothache and mm-hmm. stuff is really, really bad. But then we'll still go to the dentist, right? It's like, and there's no shame in it. It's just you go because like yeah. I want to stop hurting. But most of us go on a regular basis to make sure we're healthy. And, you know, and, and that's a much smarter thing. And even better is to like, you know, I'm going to go to make sure I'm healthy, but I'm also going to maybe do some cosmetic dentistry. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll make my mouth look a little more attractive or yeah. maybe head off something ahead of time, right? Well, but yet we don't do that with our emotional well-being for whatever reason. Well, yeah, you put it with you know, maybe your golf game, something that you you like to do. You don't go out there and be and and, and become <laughs> uh, you know grass. Tiger Woods. You're you're <laughs> not you're not an amazing golfer to start. Something right. that you work at. You work at it. You, you get some training to it. to it too. Yeah, yeah. You might hire a pro. You ask you ask your friends for tips. Yeah. You watch golf videos. You buy better clubs. Mm. Right. <laughs> so how can you do this? How can we? How can we? Uh, what can you do it? And how can you do it when it comes to stress, entrepreneurs and stress? Just we're all entrepreneurs, really, when you look at it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll take a break for the 3.30 news. We'll answer some of those questions when we come back. Yeah, we're talking stress (laughs) on uh, 6.30 Chet Afternoons. Dr. Gans Ferentz in studio. So... When so we realize yeah. finally we we realize <laughs> there's there's something going on there yeah, yeah. we realize we're stressed and there's something out. going on for all of us tell you the honest truth and everybody's got this being aware extent. of that's got to be the, the best starting point it is right I mean being aware of it then you know okay well yeah okay this is what it, and I'll give you a personal example so for me. Um, uh, a few weeks ago, I was like, oh man, I'm really like, I, I noticed that I was like shorter, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot shorter in my action answers with the kids. I was less patient. I was um, feeling kind of flat at work. I was like, oh, do I really want to go in? And so I said, okay. I've been here before. Mm-hmm. Let me do what I need to do to fix this, right? So I knew these were just kind of early warning signs, just feedback. That's all I took it as, right? So I did a few things to look after myself. I took, uh, I paced myself at work. Yep. I got a little more sleep. I started to get more exercise. I did some fun things I was looking at, right? But I also had to do something else. I also had to look back at what I had, what had been going on in my life mm-hmm. around that time so I understood the things that contributed to it, right? Because it's very easy. I mean, I don't do this to myself anymore, but I mm-hmm. used to. Uh, very easy to just kind of pick on myself. Oh, what's wrong with you? Why can't you get, why, why aren't you yeah. so strong? Why aren't you so weak? Um, you know, you should be stronger and what, why can't you handle it, right? But then I looked at it and it's like, okay, well, I had this issue with my mom being sick and mm-hmm. then I had something else happen at work and then there was another transition that happened there. And then a whole bunch of good things were happening, but they also required like probably like double my time. And so, you know, I had to do all these other positive things, but they required more time, more yep. stress, more attention. And so I was actually like legitimately depleted. Mm-hmm, and I said, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, that totally makes sense then. No wonder I was feeling you know, more irritable and my brain was fuzzy yeah. and you know, all this other stuff was happening. So I, I think you know, awareness is extremely important. It, 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 uh, when you are aware that, one, you are human like the rest of us, so yeah. you're susceptible to this. Two, aware of the stuff that contributes to it so that you can make sense of it after the fact, but then also look at ways to either uh, plan for it or try to even avoid it in the future if you can. And then three, just take it as feedback and then do something to fix the situation. Uh, yeah, what I call proactive thinking, right? Don't, don't beat yourself up. Think proactively. What can I do to make this work better going forward and not beat yourself up for the past? You talk about putting it, uh, build it into your business plan and oh, having yeah. office hours. I mean, that sounds specifically to an entrepreneur, but that's not. It's, that's it's, across the board. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I mean, okay, so 
well, I'll talk about entrepreneurs, but this also goes for stay-at-home parents, okay? Stay-at-home parents probably have it worse than, than entrepreneurs, okay? Um, so if you're running your own business or you're running a side business or you're a stay-at-home parent or whatever it is, or you're a, 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 a commissioned salesperson, right, which is also an entrepreneur mm-hmm. even if you're working for a, a company, the idea is there's always going to be more. And if you're working from home or you're working in your car or you know, whatever you're doing, the technology has helped us to be able to be work to be at work more and more Absolutely. often, right? Absolutely. Um, and we're also on call to more and more people, especially if you're getting every ding from social media, right? <laughs> you're really on call for stuff, right? You were talking about like you know the uh, like even my um, alarm system will give yes. you yep. <laughs> give me alerts all the time, right? So there's all this information coming at us. But if we if we, so two things with this, if we understand that that our business. Right. If you're an entrepreneur or if you're a leader in a larger corporation, our performance, if you're a worker, our home, if you're a stay at home parent or parent generally, Mm -hmm. everything that we have in our lives is a reflection of who we are and a reflection of how we feel. Hmm. So we are it. We are the engine that runs it all. And if we're not in good repair, Mm -hmm. if we're not in good shape, then the performance across the board is going to suffer. So it only makes sense if you have a vital component to your business, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're in a large corporation or you're running the home, if you have a vital thing to it, you want to make sure that vital thing is taken care of, right? So so topping it up with with wine and vitriol is not it? (laughs) Well, especially not the vitriol. A little wine might be okay, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, so, so, so look at, so it is, it is not, it, it's not like self-indulgent. It's not like weak. It's, it's just smart. It's yeah. actually responsible. If you know, if, if you're a trucker, for example, yeah. if you're a trucker and you don't take care of your truck, you're not a yeah. good business person, yeah. right? Yeah. So you have to, we have to think about this and build it into our system. So, you know, um, if you're a football player, for example, working out is part of your job. Yes. You have to go work out so you can be in good shape and avoid injuries. So same sort of thing here. And then I would say put some put some limits around time because when when you know a lot of us have the nine to five where you have to show up at a certain time, you got to leave at a certain time. If you don't have that structure in your life, it's very easy to just work at any time. Mm-hmm. And most of us, it's easy to just kind of drift into workaholism, and then you know yeah. you're just buried, and you mm-hmm. just feel like you never have any time for yourself. So. Build in a hard start, hard stop, and then build in breaks throughout the day, and you're going to be way better off. There are some, uh, there, there, there's some help out there that's not going to yeah. cost you anything. Yep, to. absolutely. And what is, you know, we, so we so look at there's a lot of stuff on. There are really good websites out there that okay. can really help you. So uh, Canadian Mental Health Association's got some cool stuff on their website. Psychology Association of Alberta is good. My website, of course, yep. you can always go there and check some stuff out. There's a ton of free stuff there. Um, Canadian Psychological Association and the American Psychological Association. Okay. Uh, all tons of free stuff on all those websites for the general public. So um, to wrap it up, though, because mm-hmm. we do, we, we just have to wrap it up a little bit earlier today than than normal. Basic self care mm-hmm. looks like what? Just the stuff that we do to stay healthy, right? But know that when you're doing this, you're also taking care of your emotional health, not just your physical health. Stuff like basic stuff. Get enough sleep. Eat good food, but eat often. Don't skip meals, right? Try to eat at least three to. 
five, I'd say mm-hmm. five or six meals a day is better. Um, you know, get exercise, get moving. It really is one of the, one of the number one ways to deal with stress, anxiety, burnout, depression is getting exercise. Be around good people seek it out um with social media and uh, the rise of technology we're connected to everybody but we don't feel that same depth of connection Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it like being somewhere physical with people really does make a big difference all of these things can be very difficult to do though if you're feeling stress like getting good sleep all of that sort of stuff so this again this is something that has to be worked out you build it you build it in you make a commitment and look there are good people that can help you Mm -hmm. whether psychologists or other people that um can can help you get there and, and the idea is to get you there before you get into the hole because the deeper you go in the hole the harder it is to get yeah. out of the hole right yeah, yeah. so do this stuff proactively ahead of time and i, I want i gotta do this one plug right because like a lot of people don't know it and it's funny they asked this question at the conference to some folks how many people know how to get a hold of psychologist right they they didn't know right so this is one of the barriers so listen you can actually if you go to your um, your phys- your medical doctor a lot of them at the pr- uh, primary support networks uh, or sorry primary care networks um, yeah. they have people that can help they can refer you to people you can also call up a psychologist mm-hmm. you don't have to have a referral to call one of us in private practice a lot of people a lot of people with decent benefits have uh, you know. Um, folks for Manulife, for example, yeah. have like $10,000 a year they can use on, wow. on medical, uh, mm. or sorry, psychological support, right? The people who understand the risk and what it does to their business provide huge amounts yeah. for folks so they can get their workers to do better. And there's some uh, places like Momentum Walk-In yep. uh, Counseling Walk-in, that does some yep. great stuff uh, Very there. good stuff there, yeah. And all, yeah, there's, there's, there's tons of places. Sliding scale, what you can afford, yeah. And you just Google it. Um, the psychologist Association PAA.ca um, will also uh, give, they have a referral service so you can get a hold of us and um, get some help. A lot of names uh, and information thrown yeah. out there, but you can find out more askdrgans.com yes. as well. Um, and there's a podcast. Yes. There's so a podcast. You, you don't have to wait for a whole month now. <laughs> you can go on there and get little snippets of me, you know, through the month to keep you going. Perfect. Right. Gans, thank you for this. Always, always appreciate your I always time. love coming here. Thanks, Jillian.